Hello and welcome to our daily podcast around Uganda with me, Razia Athman. We've got a lot to cover from unexpected heavy rains in the capital city to important updates from the Inspectorate of Government and more. But first, I would love to hear from our listeners across the country about the rainfall in your region. Find Vision Podcasts on social media and let us know. Now let's dive into today's stories. It was a hectic and dangerous evening for many commuters in Kampala as they found themselves battling heavy rain on their way home around 5 p.m. Even those who sought refuge inside buildings like the Forest Mall in Lugogo and Arcades downtown Kampala were not spared as they had to climb on top of furniture to avoid getting soaked. What could explain this excessive rain in the capital city? Well, it's a question many are asking. According to the EGAD Climate Prediction and Applications Center, the rainfall forecast for this week suggested only light rainfall between September 19th and 26th. Yet it's clear that the rainy season is upon us and across the country people are busy planting their crops. Now let's shift our focus to some significant developments from the Inspectorate of Government. The IGG Betty Kamia has revealed plans to establish an independent digital portal that will be used by security forces to declare their assets. Kamia, in her address at Parliament, highlighted a concerning fact. Out of the projected 32,605 leaders who were expected to declare their wealth, Only 26,541 have done so. She clarified that the president did not direct that soldiers should not declare their wealth, but rather advised that they do so through the Chieftaincy of Military Intelligence, CMI. This portal will be managed through CMI, ensuring that the IGG can access it to protect the interests of the country. We are planning to create a a portal just the same as we have, but managed through um, CMI, which means that the soldiers can now would have to declare their assets through CMI and then would have to access them through CMI. Kamiya also emphasized the importance of sensitizing government entities to perform their duties formally to combat corruption. Continuing on the subject of government accountability, the Inspectorate of Government is calling for the enactment of the Civil Asset Recovery Law to aid in the recovery of assets connected to corruption. IGG Betty Kamia presented three consecutive biannual reports covering January 2022 to June 2023 highlighting that they had managed to recover 7.9 billion shillings out of the recommended 38.7 billion shillings. James Onying Penyei, the Director of Research and Education, attributed the law recovery to the absence of the civil asset recovery law and comprehensive witness protection measures. Penyei also shared that the inspectorate had received 3,504 complaints investigated 1,528 cases with 92 prosecutions and 43 convictions. Lack of civil assets recovery law and comprehensive witness protection law. 
like we presented, we normally recommend very high amount of money to be recovered. But the lack of this civil asset recovery law makes it difficult to recover that money. He noted a shift towards out-of-court settlements and increased focus on asset recovery as reasons for the decline in convictions. The decline observed in the number of cases concluded is because during the period the IG was conducting restructuring process in the office and that led to a number of transfers, internal transfers of staff. And hence, there has been staff learning in the new roles that have been deployed. In addition, there has also been emphasis of handling high-profile uh, cases, which takes a lot of time. In political news, Moses Biamugisha, a former contestant for the Ibanda South constituency, has been nominated to contest for the top office in the Forum for Democratic Change, FDC. Biamugisha successfully met the mandatory requirements for the party's top position and is gearing up for the election scheduled on 6th of next month during the National Delegates Conference. Other FDC members nominated for various positions include Biaruhanga Moses, who is running for Vice President of Mobilization, and Gloria Paga, vying for Deputy Secretary General in charge of administration. Paga has pledged to revamp the party and enhance the functioning of the secretariat. I also want to empower and boost the secretariat. The secretariat is the engine of the party. If we if we have a secretariat that is not empowered, that is not supported, then we cannot have a party that is operating effectively. We also have a standing party policy uh, of 40% in position, in budget allocation. Whatever we do as FDC, at least 40% we should be thinking of women. Finally, in financial news, the National Social Security Fund, NSSF, has reported a 15% increase in real income from 1.9 trillion shillings in the 2021-2022 financial year to 2.2 trillion shillings in the last financial year. Members' contributions have also risen from 1.49 trillion shillings to 1.72 trillion shillings in the same period. Patrick Ayota is the managing director of NSSF. He acknowledges that the past two years saw interest rates lower than their target. However, he expresses optimism that this year's interest rates will be more favorable to members. We are confident that given the continuity that stability going forward, we are going to be able to reach and meet these challenges. So, the interest rate promise. I know many of you are here. You call, you ask some man, how much are you going to declare as interest? We made a commitment to our members that we pay 10 to percentage points above 10 year average inflation. We have been very consistent in delivering that promise. Unfortunately, the prerogative to announce an interest rate lies with the minister of finance. And what we know is going to do that on Tuesday uh, during the annual members meeting. And that's a wrap for today's New Vision podcast around Uganda. We've covered everything from the unexpected heavy rains in Kampala to key updates from the Inspectorate of Government 
and the latest in political and financial news. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to connect with us on social media to share your thoughts and experiences. Until next time, stay informed, stay safe and stay dry. <laughs>